guys, like, I think this is, I should, this is my new party trick. Like I should just pop, like, pull up a lemonade stand in the middle of Madison Square Park and be like, awkward conversations, $10 with Jessel <laughs> Tap. Like, virtual reality. Hi, I'm Danny Murphy. I'm Evan Real. And Evan, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to bet it all on Beverly Hills because that trailer brought me back to life. It is so explosive, but I, I'm kind of like concerned a little bit, Danny, because it seems to be all about Kyle and Mauricio. Like yeah. every, everything in the trailer kind of related to the Kyle and Mauricio situation. We did have like a few stand-up moments we had that that weren't Kyle and Mauricio related. We had uh, the new girl, Anne Marie, and Crystal getting into it, which I'm excited to see what mm-hmm. that's about. I guess we had. You're an evil woman. I am. That, <laughs> I did like that. I really did like that. And then we also. Oh, do you know what's so funny is Erica Jane talking about the seven dollar OnlyFans bundles for Denise Richards, but that was way before her tickets mm-hmm. for the Bet It All on Blonde residency were being sold for seven dollars. So that maybe it was almost like she was like manifesting. Oh, so it's kind of like the Pussycat Dolls said, be careful what you wish for, because you just might get it. Yeah, (laughs) very true. You get a Slurpee, you can get Denise Richards, you can get Erica Jane tickets. So it's all, you know, all around that vibe. But people were also pointing out, there's no really like, like sharks in the jets anymore, too, where I'm like, Garcelle and Erica seem to be, and also seem to be having like a good relationship and also being really funny together. Because those two girls, like, I always wondered, I'm like, I think they would really vibe if like they had the chance and it seems like that chance is now. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Like I like, we're both big fans of Garcelle and Erica. So it's nice to see two housewives that we love getting along and, you know, suggesting that they might want to tag team a hot chef together. Uh, We love to hear that. Cause last season it was Garcelle saying like, Erica, when does it become an alcoholic? Um, when she was all concerned about that. And then they had their really back and forth. You can make yourself look bad, which was like an iconic line from Garcelle. But I'm loving them saying like a million dollar watch. You're going to have to do some things for that. Having the time of the life, just single girls on the prowl. But I'm glad to know that it seems Sutton is still friendly with Garcelle. So let's not ruffle her feathers. But like you were saying that Sutton, because I think when you were talking to the Beverly Hills ladies, Sutton is kind of like the one who's like, pokes the bear a little bit with Kyle and that that seems to be accurate but like I feel like Sutton is sort of speaking for the entire Bravo fandom at large because it seems like she's just over the mystery and I I gotta say like I'm 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 kind of at my wits end because it's like there's so many updates about Kyle and Mauricio, but then like no updates nothing. at all. And I just wish for everyone's sake, even for Kyle and Mauricio's sake, we could just like to like be a little bit transparent about what's happening because like, yes, we know they're struggling and they're trying to figure it out. But then like the Morgan weight of it all, which like now, like Morgan's completely part of the show. The show, even Dorit's like, you put Yoletta on her arm. Like she was kind of just so, like Dorit's like, I'm trying to understand it too. I was shocked Morgan filmed scenes. I was not expecting that, which also now I'm kind of like, huh? Yeah. And then also the other day, I think mm-hmm. I was caught by the paps and they were like, can you just clarify your situation with Morgan? Because we don't want to speculate any longer. And she she said no. So it oh. seems like for whatever reason, Kyle, I don't know if she's enjoying the speculation. I don't know if she's just not ready to 
say what's happening with Morgan, but it just seems like a lot of the, the speculation at this point, it just seems like a little unnecessary. And unfortunately, the Bravo fandom is so invested and interested in Kyle and Mauricio that there's they're not going to rest. They're not going to stop asking questions. They're not going to stop speculating until you know, we get answers, but maybe that's the point. Maybe we'll maybe. get half an answer by the season finale of The Real Housewives of Beverly. You put the first letter of your name on her body. What is going on, Kyle? I'm just glad it's you out there having an affair. Well, once it's me, we are a very strong family and we always will be. Always will be. You know, nothing can change that. And like you said, like Bravo fans are not going to stop speculating. And Paige said, we're not going to stop speculating either because Des was at Dancing with the Stars where Mo is shirtless doing his little, you know, doing his little dance. I didn't watch, but I know people were afraid he was going to get voted out. He didn't. Uh, but so happy for him for that. But also he's kind of just saying the same stuff that like they always alternate between like three things now. I feel like where it's like we're a family. Okay. Or like, we don't know what's going on. Like we're separated, but we're not separated. And then it's like kind of like all this stuff. It's very Charlotte and Sex in the City when she goes to that party and her and Trey are separated and she talks corners out, girl, like we're not divorced. No, no, no. And everyone's like, can you just like write, write down, like print it out, put it on a notes app and let us digest it. Like at this point, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So Mauricio told us that uh, the, the other thing that they like to say too is that we're struggling. Yes. Yes. We're struggling and that they're not throwing in the towel just yet so it seems like they are giving us hope maybe giving themselves hope that they won't stay separated for good because what they've made it very clear to the the bravo fandom and and all the housewives um enthusiasts is that divorce is not up for discussion they're not trying to get a divorce they don't want to get a divorce so Maybe the separation will conclude and they will be one big happy family in Encino with all the dogs and the daughters and oh. the real estate and you know what I'm saying? So the agency. That that's my dream because honestly, like I I love Kyle and Mauricio and their family. It's like it's very much goals in every sense of the chuggy term. Like it it like I I do want it all. Like I I I dream of a life like Kyle and Mauricio. Oh, We'll see what happens. Well, we'll see what happens. But all I do know is that it is a beautiful time to be a fan of Bravo because not only is Beverly Hills coming back, but Miami is not just returning for season six, but returning to Bravo for season six. And Bravo to that little trailer that came out because everyone is fighting with everyone. I feel it was very much like I was laughing. I was captivated. I was crying. Like they're really hitting every mark. These ladies do not know how to disappoint when it comes to both a trailer and a season because they've been on fire lately pathological liar you lie about everything you gotta stop saying that because you're wrong you're lying about everything get out your mother called you mean that's why she's not here listen this is gonna get nasty real quick unless you shut the up i do love how the trailer opens with the prayer to uh our lady uh i feel like the virgin mary should be a cast member at this point because we we began with her we concluded with her and it seems like the girls because so much mess is going on like actually do need divine intervention because like you said danny there are a lot of fights and conflicts happening uh marisol and adriana are going at it again and of course we have gertie versus larsa which i think that we kind of helped start like (laughs) 
<laughs> baby i'm sorry we're not sorry but we're happy like we we like i'm glad that they are just you know letting it out letting them how they feel each other and then kiki and lisa well i don't know what that's i was dying because when lisa's like i just love animals i'm like where did this start from but i can't wait how they're all like shouting on this boat while crying and like a band is playing it literally does not get better than miami <laughs> yeah, I cannot wait to see how that fight started because I don't understand how we got from like Lisa Hochstein, animal rights activist, to Kiki repeatedly shouting, shut the f up. And then Lisa's like, no, you shut the f up. And then, like you said, like all of a sudden, like Julia's in the corner crying over a pair of bongos. Like, I don't, I don't know what's happening. Actually, Julia being very musical in this trailer, she was also singing opera. He was. And then all, another musical moment, we had Adriana performing at some sort of gay festival in like full-on Technicolor rainbow angel wings. It was giving like Victoria's Secret meets like Joseph and the Technicolor dream coat. I, I can't wait for that. You you put like a stage on semi-stilts and a few men in rainbow speedos and Adriana appears. Yeah. She's just like, that's my rider. That's her rider. And she just shows up. But what did you think of Gertie calling Larsa? A pathological liar because that i mean that's a that's a big because that's just not you're lying in this situation it's like you are built on a web of lies yeah. and what i like is i'm like gertie i feel she she likes to gertify and i never know her to gertie lie so i could I, i'm curious to see where their receipts are coming with that because i feel i feel our girl loves an excel sheet and i think she has some attention to detail so i feel like she knows what's going on there I mean, obviously, this is such a big season for Gertie, too. In the trailer, we also have her revealing her breast cancer diagnosis. We have her revealing her shaved head. So I think this is going to be definitely a sort of like a tentpole season. Yes. She's involved in the drama. She's going through some big health stuff. So, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out for her. And if the Larsa feud happened before oh. breast cancer diagnosis because I think that when big things happen like that obviously they have a way of bringing everyone together mm -hmm. and putting things in perspective and maybe Lars's lies aren't you know that, aren't as in yeah that big of a deal. I still need answers about Alexi's apartment though I know she's gonna move out in 15 days 15 uh, what, what I love about <laughs> yeah what'd you say <laughs> I think she's out by now oh I hope yeah we'll see yeah. she's like 15 and what date? Like what month of the date? What's good about her apartment is because why I love the like vibe of it. Not a lot of decor. So I feel like it's easy in and out. Yeah, very true. Well, Eileen, who lives in Miami, she did a house tour with yeah. Alexia. I mean, that apartment is just absolutely insane. But I think from what I remember in that interview with Eileen, I think she said that she wouldn't be in there much longer. So she, oh. she she was prepping for the future. I think she wanted to stay in that building though, which I think is the the Porsche design building. It's a, such an insane building. I love the, the car elevator. Oh, you just drive into your apartment. Like, God, she's such a Taurus. I mean, we are birthday twins, so I can shade her with this because I would also be in that. But I would love if she like got an alert from like Wells Fargo. She's like, yeah, I won't be in this apartment for that much longer, but it's not. <laughs> the fun. but it is gorgeous and those miami views and i'm sure um there won't be any shade about that building like uh lars uh lisa was throwing larsa's building I remember that last, yeah, last season be, the new beginnings party that'd be turned into like the the drug dealers and <laughs> prostitutes party like and you airbnb your house out i mean the feuds right. don't stop feuding and i feel like i don't know if jessel knew the feud she was gonna accidentally start with 
the girl who likes to be real. <laughs> yeah, when Jessel was asked who her most overrated housewife choice would be on Watch What Happens Live, Bethany Frankel is the last person I expected her to say just because... You know, with the way Bethany moves through life these days, if you say anything about Bethany, you know the TikTok is coming. You know she's going to respond somehow. So I don't know if, you know, what I love about Jessel is that she is so filter free. So maybe yeah. she think about the potential repercussions from Bethany. But of course, Bethany had a lot to say. I have to say um, for our girl, which while we don't love for her, we do love that she also had a lot to say to us about the season, that sigh, lunch, and also Tribeca. Because you know what? I feel like we we left her with a lot of ideas. There might be a Jessel walking tour in our future. So you guys will have to take a listen and find out. You know what I need you to do besides a popsicle brand? I need the Jessel walking tour of New York City because there's the Tribeca moment, but the moment that also got me is when you and Pavit went to Hudson Yards and he's like, everyone's here. You're like, is it? So I just want, I would pay, like, so lemonade stand, only fans and a walking tour. Cause I would love like, oh, um, so Jessel, this is Soho thoughts on it. And you're like, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the other thing is, is like, and I, I, I spoke about this to one of my friends who lives in London. I grew up in England. Um, I lived in LA. I lived in New York. I spent some time in Asia. And so when I walk around Tribeca and I'm like, why would people, why would people pay 50 million to live in a warehouse? I don't get it. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if you're the reason why Erin moved. Erin, <laughs> yeah. she heard Tribeca's up and coming. She's got to move on up. But hello, I made it relevant. Like I made Fetch happen with Tribeca. Yes. <laughs> you absolutely did. Oh, you know what? Taylor Swift is suddenly back in New York a lot more after you said Tribeca's up and coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's my trying god to help the neighborhood yeah it's too funny it's really funny but i really like a comment like that was so it was just like a such a throwaway comment to me um and it's funny how new yorkers really take things personally you can you really sort of like see how proud they are of where they live and their zip codes and um it started a debate that like is we're still talking about it now like almost 13 weeks after the fact <laughs> there is a moment in that scene though when you're like oh is it you're, there's kind of like a glint or like a, a, a slight smirk. And for a second, it's like, wait, does Jessel know what she's doing? Like, did you kind of know you were creating a moment? I, I knew in that moment how to piss Aaron off. And I think that was what the light bulb went off in my head. Because I was like, ah, I'm I'm basically insulting a realtor about where she lives and about where she thinks, you know, the, the hottest neighborhood in New York City is. Um, and it was a little bit of an aha moment. I was like, is it there? <laughs> it is so funny because now that you say it, like you've changed my opinion on Tribeca because when you walk around, it is just like desolate stuff and bubbies with pie. And bubbies in the Odeon. I, I mean, I get the, I, I do get the cachet, but like, you know, if I, and I, it's, it's definitely become better. I, I would have to say that the restaurant scene and all that of parks and, you know, um, it's definitely become better. But like for me, I didn't get it. Like, I really didn't. It, I didn't get it. <laughs> I was just so confused. <laughs> anyway, it's uh, it's one of those things. What What it's do you make? Wrong. What do you make of all the observations to 
that meal with Sai that are sort of perpetuating online currently, like we discussed before, it's a lot of support for you. And uh, people seem to really be sort of dissecting every sort of millisecond of the scene. Has there been anything interesting that has stuck out to you that maybe you didn't realize in the moment with Sai that you're like, oh my God, I, I, because the thing that, like I was saying, Jessel, you end thing, you're so positive and you ended that meal on such a positive note. But like watching the scene back, it was it didn't seem like you were receiving too much kindness. So it's like, I don't know how how do you reflect on it now, especially with all the public opinion? Yeah. And I think like when you see kind of everything, when you see the sequence of how things are playing out on the show, like, you know, and Anguilla for me, I was just having a good time. I was so unaware and unbothered. And it's kind of a problem. But I, you know, I, I didn't really like pick up on some of the vibes that were being like, you know, distributed. So I guess that that lunch was ultimately a buildup of a lot of tension that was coming off of that trip, mm. which also is why I wanted to kind of take Sai one-on-one and just look like what she went through with her mom. Um, I cannot, and, and and I truly like felt this in the moment. I can't relate to that. Like I can't, but I did have, and I know my uncle, everyone's like, oh, you you can't compare your uncle to your mom. My uncle was like my sliding door. So I lived with him when I first moved to New York. If he had said no, I wouldn't be here talking to you guys. Like, that's how I look at it. He was such a big impact on my life. And I, you know, from childhood, like he's one of my favorite people um, growing up. So when that happened to him and she was telling the story, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I would love to share something similar that I went through. Um, and I just was, I felt like, you know, for Sai, she isn't someone that is emotional, right? Like, so I was like, I would love to just sit with her and have like a, a real conversation, get to know her a little bit better. It, the intention was completely positive and pure on my end. I just feel like for her and, you know, looking back, I understand why she was feeling the way she was feeling. I think the situation with her mom was really like, it was something that she didn't want brought up full stop. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that at the time. So we were just not seeing eye to eye. Um, And no matter how I was coming at the conversation, like no matter what I was trying to do to sort of like, you know, connect with her, I think that that was what was stuck in her mind. She just didn't want to talk, talk about her mom. Yeah, now we are talking to you today on October 3rd. It's Mean Girls Day. And <laughs> it it seems like you experience more mean girls behavior as the season wraps up. The preview for the next episode. My jaw is still on the floor, Jessel. What can you say about how things continue to devolve with Sai? And did you expect that the the friendship would unravel this way? Because I I feel like you went into that lunch thinking you you could save it. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god. And I had no idea it was even to the point where it was. You know, like I I felt a lot of just like weird animosity, and I was not there, and I didn't think that we were there as friends either. You know, I walk in, I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm so breezy. I'm like, do you want a drink? Like. Iconic brunch. Yes. You were, you walked in. Like I was like, that's how I walk in late. I, yes. (laughs) But I didn't have any sense of like, I was a little bit taken aback. I would say I didn't have any sense of like, 
you know, her feelings towards me. And, you know, in that moment, I really was like, okay, wow. Yeah, I get it. Like, we're not good. You know, we're not like, there's, there's definite like resentment or whatever it may be um, in that moment. So I, yeah, I, I mean, that watching everything back, it was, it was tough. Um, I didn't, I didn't expect, I think that they thought they were being funny and like lighthearted. Honestly, I don't think that they sort of were reading what was going to be shown. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.